This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 21st of June. In your sport today, the Origin teams are named for Game 2. Swimming blocks transgender athletes. A rookie breaks baseball records and the glove fits for a lucky fan. This is your sport today. We're starting the show with State of Origin because both teams have been locked in for Game 2 in Perth on a Sunday night. Uh, Gabs, it's a tale of two states for sure. Queensland has made a couple of changes. It's a little bit different down south. Uh, Get the liquid paper out for this one because this team looks a lot different to the one that lost in Sydney just a couple of weeks ago. So New South Wales coach Brad Fittler, he said yesterday that he needed to reassess after that game and Fez, that's exactly what he's done. Matt Burton and CSC Vitalikai, they're going to make their debuts for New South Wales. Veteran Jake Trebojevic, he returns at prop. Angus Crichton joins the bench. And Appy Corusau, now he's going to start at hooker. And that's a really big move because it means that Damien Cook, he's going to go back to the bench after 13 games starting in the number nine jersey. And Fez, it now means there are seven Panthers in the starting 13. Seven is a lucky number for some. Mm. Gabs, nobody uses liquid paper anymore, <laughs> FYI. Look, we saw Freddie make heaps of changes after the game one loss in 2019, and the Blues ended up winning in Perth, so that might be a good omen for all our Blues fans out there. So that's the Blues sorted. Gabs, what have the Queenslanders done? Well, Billy Slater, he must have been paying attention in science classes back in the day because he has not changed the winning formula. Injuries mean that Xavier Coates and Ruben Cotter are missing from the team that won in game. Game one, and they've been replaced by Jai Arrow and Murray Tawalangi. He's going to make his state of origin debut on the wing. Now, Arrow, he's played nine games for Queensland, so he's definitely used to this arena, but he was suspended last year for game three for breaching COVID rules during camp. Yep, he's back now and he will start on the bench. Uh, Game two is on Sunday night and we'll have plenty more news on a state of origin throughout the week. To Swimming Now and FINA, that's Swimming's global governing body, has made a call on transgender athletes and has split opinions among active swimmers. Gabs, uh, fill us in. Yeah, this has been a real big talking point for the past 24 hours or so. So from now on, only transgender athletes who have transitioned before the age of 12 can compete in women's events. Now, a FINA spokesperson said that scientists say that if you transition after the start of puberty, you have a big advantage, which is unfair. The decision was backed by 71% of the voting members, and it has support from Aussie swimmers like Emily Seabom and Kate Campbell. She said inclusion and fairness had to be treated equally, but not everyone agrees with Fina's decision. Aussie swimmer Maddie Groves, she said, and here's the quote, shame on everyone that supported the discriminatory and unscientific decision. Yeah, Groves called out Campbell's comments in particular. Again, here's her quote, you're okay with ostracizing an already maligned group. She said that on Twitter. Fina says it's working on setting up an open category for trans athletes to compete in. And now athletics is considering adopting Fina's approach. Expect to hear plenty more about this. 
just before the 9am workday started Eastern time yesterday, the final round of the US Open finished in Massachusetts. It was a thrilling finish, but in the end, Matt Fitzpatrick held his nerve to win his first major and achieve a rare double. Yeah, I can't spell Massachusetts, but hey, well <laughs> done to Fitzpatrick. Fez, he did this by shooting a two under round of 68 yesterday to win by just one shot over American Will Zalatoris. Fitzpatrick's one-shot lead, it looked really shaky when his tee shot on the 18th hole. It landed in the sand, but a brilliant second shot found the green, a shot that he said was probably one of the best he's ever hit. Now, Zalatoris did have a chance to send it to a playoff with a birdie putt on 18, but it just missed. Now, the win means Fitzpatrick is only the second men's golfer to win the US Open and the US Amateur Open at the same course, the other being perhaps the greatest of all time, Jack Nicklaus. It was also the first win in the States for Fitzpatrick and he collected a cool $4.5 million for his efforts. I dead set thought that putt from Zalatoris was going in <laughs> to force a playoff. Uh, there's only one men major left. That's the British Open in three and a half weeks at St. Andrews in the Scotland. Today's trivia question brought to you by the Sportsmate mobile apps. Who won the men's British Open last year? Help us out, Gabs. Yeah, I'm going to keep it pretty vague today. This guy is American. Doesn't really narrow it down. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. We're heading to Poland now because Olympic champion Jess Fox just keeps on winning. She's now won back-to-back World Cup events in the K1 kayaking event. But Gabs, she might soon have some competition from her sister. Yeah, well, Jess's gold medal in Tokyo was Probably my favourite moment from last year's Olympics. I know it absolutely dominated social media when it happened, but we've now got to watch out for her sister, Noemi. So she finished fourth two weeks ago at the World Cup event in Prague, but she went even better in Krakow, finishing second in the extreme slalom event. Now, if you haven't seen it, this event is rough. So four competitors, they all start at the same time and they have to go through obstacles, perform a 360 degree flip underwater and do it all while getting knocked around in the rapids. I think you lost me at the flip underwater. (laughs) It'll make its Olympics debut in Paris in 2024. And Noemi Fox, she is going to be one of the favourites. I've posted all the results from the Aussies athletes in Krakow from the weekend in the episode notes. The next International Canoe Federation World Cup event is in Slovenia this weekend. Let's go to the States now because it's been a tough old year for the Pittsburgh Pirates in Major League Baseball. They haven't had too many wins, but Gabs, their future looks okay if yesterday is anything to go by. Jack Savinsky, remember the name, everyone. He is a rookie and he went absolutely wild in yesterday's 4-3 win over the Giants. So Savinsky, he hit three home runs, including a walk-off homer in the ninth inning to win the game for Pittsburgh. And these are all really crazy numbers. He's now the first rookie in MLB history to hit three home runs, including a walk-off in the same game. And Savinsky, he'd actually never hit three home runs in a game before. So to do it in a rookie year in the MLB is a pretty fair effort and he's also just the second Pirates rookie to ever do it. Now, Fez, the best part about all of this was that he did it on Father's Day and his dad, he was in the stands to watch him do it. 
Yeah, I was kind of hoping his dad would catch one of those home runs, but <laughs> that would have been too good to be true. A walk-off is when a hit or a home run ends the game, so it's a pretty good thing to achieve. Uh, I've posted the three big hits, including the walk-off, in the episode notes. Aussie motorcycling ace Jack Miller had a pretty great day at the German MotoGP on a Sunday. He finished third for his third podium of the year. But you know who had an even better day besides the riders who finished above him? Uh, <laughs> a lucky fan of the stands, Gabs. Yeah, you often see footy players give away boots or headgear after a match or a jersey if they're really, really lucky. But Miller, he's taken this up a gear or two. Now, before the race, cameras spotted Miller smiling at a fan who was in the stands with a sign that read, Jack, want to exchange gloves for a T-shirt? Well, after the race, and this was a race that Miller said was one of the physically hardest he'd ever done, he got back on his bike, went off circuit, actually found the fan with the sign and gave him his glove. The fan went berserk and says he even <laughs> got to keep his shirt. He got to keep his shirt. This one will warm your heart. Uh, that glove would have been pretty sweaty, so I hope old mate washed it. Uh, I'll put a link to the video in the episode notes so you can check it out. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye. What's coming up? Gabs, a must-win game for the Aussies in the cricket tonight. Yep, down 2-1 in the ODI series against Sri Lanka. So pretty simple, a bit like the Blues. They just have to win. That game starts at 7 p.m. on Foxtel and KO. Yep, I will be tuning in. And this is just another quick reminder that we are hiring here at Sport Today. We're after a new podcaster. So if you love sport, got a passion for podcasting and you want to get involved with us, drop us a line at sporttoday at thesqueeze.com.au and we'll try and get back to you. All right, uh, before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Who won last year's Men's British Open? Gab, she said it was an American. Who was it? Yeah, I think I gave about a, what, a one in 300 million chance here. Uh, it was Colin Morikawa. Colin Morikawa. The American is correct. Uh, <laughs> all right, that is us done for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you hear, tell a mate, leave us a review. It is the best way we can grow. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll catch you then. 